0: Hello and welcome to the podcast. What's that podcast name? Stuck in the 90s. (laughs) What are we? We are your weekly nostalgia podcast chronicling the years 1990 through 1999. Who's giving me a strange look right now? (laughs) That's Connor, one of the hosts of this show. Who am I? My name's Chris. Today we're covering April 1st through 7th, 1999. Let's just jump right into this.
1: April 1st, Nunavut, an Inuit homeland, is created from the eastern portion of the Northwest Territories to become Canada's Third Territory.
0: I remember this like it was, well, I guess, like 17 years ago?
1: yeah also on april 1st mexico effectively ended the midday break or siesta for government workers they estimated electricity savings at 192 million dollars
0: that's a lot of money and especially in 1999
1: yeah also a midday siesta sounds really awesome but it (laughs) extends the workday considerably does it well yeah because the midday like we're talking a couple hours
0: well you just work less Just be like, No, you you
1: work the same amount. You just work later. So all the lights stay on. Everything stays on.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, fuck that. Yeah. April 2nd, David L. Smith, a New Jersey computer programmer, was arrested and charged with writing and unleashing the Melissa computer virus. The virus was said to have infected up to 20% of computers worldwide. Why do they name it Melissa? I don't know. I think it's because of Melissa Joan Hart. Definitely. They should have called it the Teenage Witch, and then it's
1: like... Sabrina, you dick. I love you, Sabrina. Me too. April 3rd, President Bill Clinton authorized a $50 million emergency fund for Kosovo refugees and urged Americans to make donations. This was a point in time where, you know, Americans were good people. And cared about refugees and and
0: whatnot. I
1: mean, to be fair, probably a lot of them still do. I would say the majority. I'm just kidding, Americans. That was a joke. April
0: 4th. The Colorado Rockies beat the San Diego Padres 8 to 2 in baseball's first season opener held in Mexico. Seriously, they they're called the Padres? Yes.
1: Okay, I know nothing about baseball. <laughs> that was a neat tidbit. I mean, the major leagues are full of players from everywhere aside from the United States. So I thought it was pretty neat that it took until 1999 for this sort of game to be played outside of the U.S. Moving on to April 5th, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that police can search the belongings of car passengers while seeking evidence against the driver. Uh, more recent civil forfeiture laws now allow the police to keep what they find, which is fun. For them. Yeah. I mean, I've never been civilly. for
0: forfeited but it sure affected how much cash i wanted to carry with me like when i went into the states right also this day two libyans suspected of bringing down pan am flight 103 in 1988 wow are handed over to scottish authorities for eventual trial in the netherlands the libyans (laughs) (laughs) that was a back to the future reference yeah doc didn't like the libyans well you know oh my god they found me they were how but they found me run for it marty who 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 do you think? The Libyans! That was a bad impression, but it started out pretty okay, though. I don't know if you guys can hear, but I'm kind of sick right
1: now, and my voice is not 100%. April 6th, in Massachusetts, Maria Grasso, age 54, a Chilean immigrant working as a babysitter for a millionaire, won the $197 million big game jackpot. I wonder what, like, the uh, babysitter mother thought of that employer, I guess? Yeah. Let's
0: move on to April 7th. Popular multiplayer game Team Fortress Classic is released. Based on the 1996 Quake mod Team Fortress, the title was ported to Valve's gold SRC engine as a way of promoting half Life software development kit. Valve's cool. I recently
1: started playing TF2.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of why I put this in here.
1: Yeah, this is a good one. Recently started playing TF2. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I've never played it, so... Like,
1: within the last two weeks. (laughs) Okay.
0: Also an article from this day, Gore has high-tech high and low. On Tuesday, even as debate continued over Gore's recent self-portrayal as the father of the internet, the vice president showed up in Silicon Valley and, faster than a Pentium-2 chip, popped into the multi-million dollar technology museum of innovation here to tout his cyber proficiency wow gore exclaimed okay (laughs) marveling at the computer program which is called SimCity, a popular game among teenagers holy fuck i think this is probably the best article or at least the most 90s article i've
1: ever sort of skimmed through that's pretty good week in the 90s just on the week overall one note Bill Gates' personal fortune now exceeds $100 billion US due to the increased value of Microsoft's stock. That's right, Windows 98 really bumped up that stock price. Congratulations, Mr. Gates.
0: Now that's it for the week. I think we will move on to movies and music, and we will start with movies. This is
1: a pretty big week. This might be the best box office week we ever have. Coming in at number one, The <laughs> Matrix. The Matrix is in my top 10. Say what you will about the remaining two movies movies of the trilogy the first one was a game changer it was groundbreaking not only for bullet time the whole plot was so intricate the whole
0: plot scared the shit out of me back then i loved it oh it was great but like just then i'm like what if we're in the
1: matrix second movie on the list equally groundbreaking 10 things i hate about you yeah
0: i have, I have nothing to add to that <laughs>
1: Moving down the list, we have analyze this, Ed tv Shakespeare in Love, Doug's first movie. Oh, that's so good. Baby Geniuses, that's one of those VHS covers that I vividly remember. Um, moving on, we've got things like
0: Cruel Intentions, October Sky, probably one of Jake Gyllenhaal's first movies I'm thinking. That was a really good one too. Uh Saving Private Ryan, there's a lot still in the box office at this point. We've oh, moved yeah. on to like the era where there's, you know, 10 theater megaplexes and stuff, so movies can stay in the theaters for for a long time a lot of these have been in here for 10 20 weeks or more a bug's life for example is at 18 in its 20th week
1: yeah. in the box office
0: let's end things off with what 25
1: yeah i think it's a good one yeah patch adams featuring robin williams very good movie
0: i've actually never seen it
1: that's crazy i've only seen that patch kevorkian sketch that i showed you that's <laughs> awful all
0: right let's uh jump into music
1: Rough week on the Billboard Top 100. And by rough, I think you mean amazing. Believe by share is number one. I believe this to be a rough week. Connor, I need to tell you something. You believe in life after love?
0: I've reached that age where I'm too old to pretend not to like Cher. (laughs) This culminated about a month or two ago. There's an episode of The X-Files. I thought you were going to say Will and Grace. No. No, there's an episode of The X-Files called The Postmodern Prometheus. It pays a lot of homage to Frankenstein. So at the end of the episode, when they realize that the Frankenstein monster kind of thing isn't really a bad dude, they take him to see Cher. Oh, God. It's so good. It's one of my favorite episodes. X-Files episodes and solidified that share
1: is, share is legit. Terrible. Number two, we have Heartbreak Hotel by Whitney Houston featuring Faith Evans.
0: Now, I didn't recognize this song until it got to the chorus, and then it dawned upon me. The chorus of this song... Draws very, very heavily on the chorus from uh, Careless Whisper by Wham. It's like, and then the Wham song is like, just listen to the two songs, listen to the chorus. They are very similar.
1: I wonder if there's been a lawsuit about
0: this. There hasn't. There's almost no. (gasps) I I looked this up and there's like one dude who's like,
1: Hey, these songs sound pretty alike. Number three, Every Morning, Sugar Ray. Yeah. Moving on. (laughs) Four is What's It Gonna Be by Busta Rhymes featuring Janet Jackson. We're gonna let this slide until a little later. Yeah, this Uh, is an
0: incredibly unbelievably 1999 music
1: video. What I mean by that, like Connor just said, we'll get back to. Finishing out the top five, I Still Believe by Mariah Carey. No one cares, though, because number six is Kiss Me by Sixpence None the Richer. I'm pretty sure this song was in almost every 90s movie soundtrack
0: everything of like
1: 1999 there's she's all that at um, least the rom-coms
0: an episode of dawson's creek it was used in i would have considered this one of the biggest one hit wonders of 1999 if i didn't realize that mambo number five came out later on this year Ooh, that is a good one also brief canadian aside still about this song uh this song was on a compilation cd called all request this was a free cd given out by the now defunct retailer zeller's This is a
1: very 90s statement.
0: It's a very Canadian statement, too. Yeah. I kind of miss Zellers.
1: Moving down the list, we've got No Scrubs on here by TLC. Good TLC. Uh, TLC Oh, Angel by Sarah McLachlan. If you don't recognize the name of the song, you would most assuredly start tearing up if you heard it. Thinking of, I don't know, puppies and kids in third world countries and stuff. Tugs at the heartstrings.
0: Also, All I Have to Give by the Backstreet Boys is at number 10. That's something
1: makes me tear up too. Maybe one more times on here. It's Down
0: to fourteen. That's a crime against humanity. Eh, and now it's... we're pretty much at the at the same stuff that we covered last time when we covered 1999. Oh, number
1: 34. We like to party by the Venga Boys. That's a good one. to I end think it that's where all. we ended. And good I still one.
0: I still like that song.
1: All right, let's move into 90s news now. So I came across a story very fitting. salt and pepper Color Me Bad, Kid and Play, and more set for I Love the 90s tour. The 90s are back in full effect. salt and Pepper, Biz Marquis, Kid and Play, All for One, Coolio, Color Me Bad, Cool Mo D, Rob Bass, Tone Loke, Vanilla Ice, and Young MC will embark on the 29 city tour. While the nostalgic celebration actually started in the spring, promoters decided to extend it due to popular demand. That's a pretty stacked lineup I guess. People love the 90s. Who does thunk it not
0: me. Now let's move on to This Week On. Each week on the podcast, we pick an episode of Seinfeld, Friends, or The Simpsons that we think is really cool and just talk about it for a little bit. Seinfeld is over. Friends, for some reason, wasn't on this week. So we're left with kind of a shitty episode of The Simpsons. We're in season 10 by this point. It's kind of past its prime. Anyway, season 10, episode 18, Simpsons Bible Stories. Three famous religious stories are retold in Simpson style as the family nods off at church. This wasn't a terrible episode, but it wasn't great. And I think we're just going to move on and just leave this
1: episode of The Simpsons
0: where it lies.
1: For today's 90s spotlight, we would like to have a brief discussion about 1999 music videos. Now that might not ring a lot of bells for you right away, so we're going to discuss some frequently occurring themes that'll jog your memory for sure.
0: Now when you think late 90s videos, probably the biggest thing you think of is just over choreographed dance routines. Which is very true, but we're going to just dive a little bit deeper and let's go for it.
1: First on the list, basic CGI, especially focusing on liquid simulations and morphing, cubes that move around for no reason, things that kind of float in the air. Just random little
0: CGI elements because, hey... We've discovered what computers can do at this point. It's becoming relatively affordable, so let's just pop them everywhere in all our music videos.
1: On the same topic of CGI, body armor. What's up with that? like liquid metallic body armor in specific. And physical body armor as well. With most of these,
0: CGI wasn't at that great of a point yet, so they had to build actual props for the body armor to work.
1: One of my favorite things about music videos from 1999 is their involvement of technology. Like, it's very futuristic, and the best part about that is that if you actually watch anyone using a computer, it seems as though they have no real understanding of what they're doing. It's all entering passwords or bypassing the mainframe but there's no there's a general lack of understanding of how
0: computers work mind you this is still this particular one is still prevalent to these days i know there was a music video sometime in the mid-2000s where someone is texting on an excel spreadsheet yeah still to this day no one understands how computers work but i think this is really when it got its beginning or at least this is when it became a bit more mainstream to not know how to use a computer
1: before we started recording the podcast chris pulled up a couple music videos for us to watch one of which was that Buster Rhymes. And That's what started it. Janet Jackson video. Mm-hmm. A lot of weird CGI stuff in there. Also weird computer stuff. But he put on a video by JLo. Which one was that?
0: It's uh, If You Had My Love.
1: Omnipresent cameras. What is up with that. So many 90s music videos. There's a million cameras everywhere. And no one's asking any questions about them. Mm. And
0: not like a camera like someone's recording you like like, oh, we're making the music video, which is a very common Mariah Carey thing. Mm. But just either floating cameras or security cameras or something that is almost a big brotherish diving into someone's life. In this JLo video, there's dudes and a girl just watching JLo go about her daily activities on her website, which is basically a
1: proto sex cam site that's kind of what it looks like like a softcore one and beyond that the people watching like the three of them two guys and a girl watching JLo at first appeared maybe to be security like they're mic'd up for some reason but as it goes on they definitely don't look like security they look like peeping toms oh there's the one dude who's just like
0: skeezily chilling out on the couch yeah like with his keyboard on his lap covering his massive
1: erection he's wearing sweatpants J-Lo. he's wearing sweatpants yeah
0: so yeah they were a few videos that I think just really fit this criteria.
1: Go back, go back, watch some music videos from 99. There's so much weird liquid CGI. I think mm-hmm. that's the biggest one. I'm me. going to give
0: you four right now to watch. There's the Buster Rhymes song that we mentioned earlier in this. So it's Buster Rhymes and Janet Jackson. What's it gonna be? Yep. We've got Unpretty by TLC. If You Had My Love by Jennifer Lopez and Larger Than Life by the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> These are four videos all from 1999 that fit at least a few of these criteria. More than just the choreographed dance routines because that's basically all of them. Larger Than Life is particularly weird. I love the Larger Than Life music video. It starts off as a homage to A New Hope, to Star Wars Episode Four, A New Hope, with a massive ship that just goes on forever. Except unlike Star Wars, it's playing little clips from every Backstreet Boys song, which, I mean, is something I'm sure George Lucas wanted to do for the special edition. He probably tried though. Oh, he definitely tried. That is uh, that is 100% fact. I have researched that. I am <laughs> not
1: lying right now. It's a very John Oliver moment. <laughs> Moving on to our sponsorship segment. As you know, the podcast is not sponsored, but in preparing for the hopeful eventuality of such a sponsorship, uh, we like to give you a fake sponsor every week. We to- need to practice.
0: This week, our sponsor is Tim Allen's
1: Grunts from Home Improvement. I have so much to say about this topic,
0: Uh, I can't do it.
1: (laughs) He had so many different grunts. Tim Allen in Home Improvement was like the quintessential stereotype macho man, like he conveyed his innermost deepest feelings through grunting, and that's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. Happiness, sadness, bewilderment, befuddlement,
0: Uh, uh? there was so much emotion. He's like so much range through so little. like someone who can make a masterpiece of art through
1: like a black and white pencil like if you told a mime that they could make one sound they would choose the grunt because look at what Tim Allen's done he's a pioneer people often hate on
0: comedians who get their own sitcoms because their range of acting just isn't that good and say what you will about Tim Allen these grunts were next-level grunts and that's why we would really like to thank Tim Allen's grunts for imbuing
1: us with emotional range thank you Tim Allen Alan, you've got me through some tough conversations. I don't know how to respond. I'm grunting and for some reason that's
0: accepted. Thank you for helping us pretend to be the men that we may or may not actually be in our real life. <laughs> that's about it for this episode. You can find us on Facebook at stuck in the 90s podcast. You can find us on our website stuck in the90spodcast.com email stuck in the 90s podcast at gmail.com. I'm on Twitter at Chris Elphick. I don't know what your Twitter handle is. Connor J Thompson, Instagram also stuck in the 90s podcast we might actually post something every week every day every day even better we we establish something on this podcast and we multiply it by seven
1: uh now to everyone's favorite part of the show we're gonna spin the wheel all right next week we will be doing uh, let's see oh that was a terrible spin
0: i derailed it It that's a good good one
1: All right. 92. We are doing April 8th to 14th, 1992. We will see you next week. And for now, the podcast podcast is is now now over. over.